Is your product or service stuck in Twitter under what seems like a massive pile of freezing cold snow? Let Overlord Services plow you out and expose this product to the rest of the world. For only $20 for three months of our enhanced service, we will create nifty images with your logo and information and post them on a daily basis. They also have yearly discounted rates. I am a client of Overlord Services, and I do have to say that not only are their services excellent, but they're really nice people. They post up my episodes multiple times per day for all of my shows without fail, and the communication that they have is second to none. I would greatly recommend that you try them out. Head to their shop at co-fi.com slash overlord svcs again that's coffee.com slash overlord services and click on shop below when you purchase their services let them know derek sent you You say it's crap or it's crack? Correct. Okay. Organic vanilla wafers. No, vanilla wafer. Organic vanilla wafer. That's what I said, vanilla. Baked. It's baked. No I was going to say, how can you organically make a cookie? No corn syrup, no high fructose, none of that bullshit. Just fresh vanilla, flour, sugar. None of that bullshit, Scar. You hear that? Book, book. I don't fuck with that bullshit around here. And, by the way, I just had diet ginger ale for the first time. Why? I can't say I'm a fan. Why would you do that? I've had I it before. I mean, it's, I mean, I have to, so it's different. You have no choice. He has choices. Right. <laughs> Why? That's nasty. I don't think we could be friends anymore. You do nasty stuff. Also, I just realized that the motherfucker who was, um, <laughs> the dude who was Allison's ex-boyfriend in this episode was the same motherfucker who played Goku in the Dragon Ball movie. Wow. What? Uh, yeah, that, that, that piece of shit movie that no Yeah, he was Goku. <laughs> He's white. For all y'all who are unsure, welcome to another one. This is a, a podcast where we talk about orphan black and other shit. It's sure a black Goku's ass podcast. Pretty certain Goku's not white. I had Even though it does throw me off in a lot of animes where they make like like niggas look white as fuck, but then they're like they're Asian. That's what I was about to say. I had this discussion on our show because Devin's a huge, you know, he's a big anime guy. He yeah, he's anime. an anime geek. And I said... Why do all the people out here look white if they're supposed to be in Jap- in Japan? And I mean, even like, um, what's it called? Fucking Final Fantasy. Like, the lead character always looks white. 
That's what I'm saying. It don't make sense. Play JRPGs, so I can't tell you. I know you can't play JRPGs because they require reading and you can't read good. That's not true. I just get bored. Yeah, with reading. I no, I get bored with, and I don't, I don't like turn-based stuff. Nigga, please! I've seen you play the Division. That's turn-based. The Division is not fucking turn-based. I know. I just wanted to see you say something else. Okay. Wake your wonderful ass up. I had to really think about what I was going to say next. It shuffled through Goat Mouth and um, Wonderful and then I had nothing else so I just went with Wonderful. Yeah. I am I am currently in pain and I... Why? Why are you in pain? What happened? Who do I kill? My foot's hurt. Huh? What part? I have, I have, um, as a part of my um, diabetic concussion, I have neuropathy in my feet. And Since when? This has been an ongoing issue for a very long time. Um, and sometimes it bothers me and sometimes it doesn't. Um, I don't know why this is bothering me right now. I haven't done anything unusual, but my foot is killing me and it kept me up last night. And that's the reason why I can't, I'm I'm fucking sleepy and I can't get this thing to stop hurting. Is it like gout? Uh, No, no, because that's, that's what they told me it was originally. It just like, it's an, it's a tits like itchy burny feel that doesn't fucking go away. And, you know, there's, I've, I've, I've tried everything I could, but it's been bothering me since last night, basically. Oh, I thought you tried heroin. Nigga, shut up. I, look, if that should've worked. <laughs> Nigga, shut up. The heroin's good. It, I mean, heroin's a good all day drug. You That's, know what? You're not allowed to do heavy drugs until you're like 87. Why? If you make it to 87, carte blanche. Do what the fuck you want to do. Go out there and smoke crack. Be an 87-year-old addict. But not before then. Yeah, I was I was happy to make it past 28. Have yeah, but when you get to be like... Crack smoker? Because I have. Like a functional casual... Like someone smokes crack like people smoke weed. Then you met somebody in their early stages of crack. Casual. You met somebody in the early stage. There's no such thing as a casual crackhead. Uh, I don't know. No, I don't know. No, I don't think I know any crackheads. I know a lot of crackheads, and they never want them casual. They start off casual, but it don't end up casual. Them niggas who are like, yo, I could do this and stop whenever I want to, they ain't been there yet. I think I, I think I'm, I'm, I may know some people who might be on crack, but I don't know exactly if that's their drug of choice. Like I've never had this conversation with them. I know they own something, but I don't know exactly what that is. I know a few people on meth too, and it's the same exact uh, thing where they're like, "I can do it when I want and stop when I want." Then, uh, nigga, when your first tooth fell out, I was looking at you like, "Okay." What is meth? Is that pain release too? Is that like pain medicine? 
Pain drug? No, it's speed. Oh, meth is speed. <laughs> meth Heroin is, is like pain. Like it gets me. Heroin's a depressant, yes. Meth is meth is a whole different beast. I know motherfuckers used to take meth and say it was weight loss drugs. I'm sure it helps. I've I've been around white people who have this conversation. It's, yeah, it's it's white about, folks. You're right about doing about doing drugs, and the shit is so fucking casual. Like it's <laughs> like the craziest shit. Like you know, like they they will have conversations not sometimes about themselves, but sometimes about like their family members and stuff like that. Sometimes their kids and be like, yeah, that's when yeah, you know, I don't like so and so because so and so is the reason why my boy tried heroin for the first time. Like what the <laughs> like and the, and this is just a normal conversation for white people, and I don't know no black people that talk like that. Like you know, like you know, you might have some crackheads and stuff like that, but we don't have like. Like, like we don't talk about it like this is a normal conversation. Like you know what I mean? When you if it's a if we talk about a crackhead and it's just like oh yeah that's, that dude's a crackhead and then we kind of let it go. Like we don't have like real conversations about drug use. And the drug I always wanted to try that I I might do it one day in a controlled environment is LSD. Okay. Somewhere. I heard that it's a wild experience. <laughs> it is. Yeah. I heard, it is. I heard um the the I heard that we should we should all do it. Um someone who is a multimillionaire said that if you look at a lot of the people who are billionaires now, um two things. They all did um psychedelics in their youth and they all dropped out of college. They didn't finish. Like they, they, you know, because the the they they took those drugs, expanded their mind, and then used that expansion um, to build millions and billions of dollars. So they they their suggestion was, yeah, quit school and just do some psychedelics for a bit and see where it takes you. I can believe it. You might you might be a millionaire and a millionaire and waiting. So this episode, we find out Donnie ain't as hard as he thought he is. Donnie's only hard against soft niggas. Let's put it like that. <laughs> Cause Donnie thought he was tough till he uh, came up against a nigga who was like, "Yeah, you ain't going with her to that car." Matter of fact, who the fuck? Yo, I ain't even talking. I'm talking to her. Stay your ass over there. Okay. Okay. No problem, boss. Okay. Nigga had the blicky like he was hard and he was like, sit your happy ass down. Okay. But anyway. I uh, feel like there's levels to it, right? Because I'm not going to let you disrespect my guy, Donnie. He's hard. There's not levels to it. He literally got punked the fuck out like in multiple ways and he continues to be the extra credit dude in multiple ways going forward for a little while. It's like uh, my guy Reggie Evans, right? Played in the NBA. He was like Big Ten. He was like player of the year in college. He made the NBA. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's different levels to that. But if Reggie Evans is walking around town like, yo, I'm nice as basketball. You can't see me. He ain't a, No, no, no. That's a horrible, horrible 
horrible comparison. One of these two niggas is literally in the top 200 best basketball players in the world. The other one is Donnie. Yeah, but in his profession, he's one of the bottom 5%. What what profession is Donnie in? He's a drug dealer. No, he's not. <laughs> he's, a, he's, he's a soap he's seller. A, that nigga... That nigga thought he was a drug dealer until he met a drug dealer. Now his wife is a his wife is a drug dealer. He's middle management. He's not even middle <laughs> management. That nigga is just online support. <laughs> that nigga's the escalation system. Like he gets you to management. Yeah, he's no, he's he's definitely a middle manager at this point. Mm. And that that keeps being. Um, reinforced throughout this whole process where it's just like, well, we know who wears the pants in this. Mm-hmm. I actually carry them big-ass boxes outside, too, by the way. Because Donnie's weak as fuck. Yeah, Donnie's weak as fuck, because remember, we had the same thing with the fucking... With the jackhammer, oh, yeah. when she was looking look me in the eye. I'm the captain the, now. The jackhammer, where she was just like, nigga. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he seemed to be struggling with the shit. She was doing it just fine and looked at him while using the jackhammer like, nigga. Like, she looked at him like she pins his legs back. Yeah, she 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 definitely Amazon's this nigga, yo. Yeah. He got to put his legs up and she... She gets she, on top. Yeah, she sits on him. And gets it on Instagram. So... Sarah and Mark got away, uh, despite his wounds, and Bonnie takes Gracie back to the house where the Johansson family is, and, and it's now the home of Jonah Appleyard. Of course they know a nigga named Jonah fucking Appleyard. That might be the best old person name for white people ever. Appleyard. Jonah fucking it's it's because of Jonah Appletree. That's the reason why I think of it. But now that I think of it as Jonah Appleyard and Jonah Appletree, I'm kind of mad that that's the only name they could come up with. I mean, Jonah something like a, a Jonah seems like the type of motherfucker that would be in charge of a cult. Yes, he also seems like the type of motherfucker who would be like, "Do you remember me? Huh? Yeah. Huh? Gracie? <laughs> huh? You remember me, little Gracie? I used to know you when you was like this big." Yeah. Yeah. Nah, he's he seems like a he seems like a where's my hug type of nigga. Mm-hmm. And it ain't no side hug either. Yeah. You better come straight and come correct. I had a woman ask me about a hug and I tried to give her a side hug and she stepped back. Like I tried to step into the side hug and she stepped back like she was countering my move, like it was tacking and shit. I stepped forward and she stepped back like hoo ha. Like she was, like she was Fele or something. Like, nah, nigga, I want that real hug. Nah, cause you ain't about to put your ass. You ain't about to put your hands on my ass. Like we dancing to fucking on bended knee in the eighth grade dancing shit. How do you remember this? What? When I danced on bended knee? Cause it's a long ass song. It's a long ass song, and. That was grinding involved. Yes, very much. A lot of grinding. So, Helena's bashing herself, huh? A lot, a lot of grinding in middle school dances. Man. 
Helena's bashing herself up and makes enough noise to get the guards to come control her, and then she throws shit at him. I would be mad, too, if I was sitting in a cell with a bucket full of shit and piss. But she bloodies herself up at the, that they take her to the infirmary. But she's tied a tourniquet around her arm. So when uh, Virginia gives her a sedative, it don't do shit. Uh, once she, once they all it leave... Work, it works slower. It does. It something. works slower, yeah, because she's, she's cutting off the blood flow a bit. So when they leave her alone, the Scorpion's like, yo, hurry up. The drugs are going to set in soon. And so she gets up and starts to explore uh, the infirmary and the base before she really gets sedated. Um, and then she finds another medical area. And that's where she finds another caster who's immobilized in the chair. So she makes it back to where she started at in the infirmary in time for the guards to come in and take her back to her cell. Back to the hotel. You see, I didn't say back to the hotel because that's offensive. Allison and Kasim are on the phone. That's what Ludacris said. What? That's what Ludacris said. Ludacris said what? That's why you take a hoe to the hotel. Because a hotel everybody? See? That's what he said. He did say that. I remember that. And then he made white folks say it on the next album. <laughs> It was funny. Ludacris has some great skits. Do the deep voice. Do the deep voice. <laughs> he's the best. No, he's not. He is the best. Don't do that. Don't ever do that. If he was the best, he wouldn't have left to just go to acting and never look back at rapping again. If Ludacris came out, back out right now, drop the album, it'd be hot. I don't know. His last album wasn't hot. Dr. Dre dropped the album every nine years, and they all three of them were hot. But Dr. Dre's albums have always been um, a compilation album. Ludacris is just ludicrous. Dr. Dre will have Snoop and Daz and Corrupt and Lady of Rage and Hitman and whoever else, Eminem, on his albums, 50 Cent. It ain't just him. It's barely him. The nigga can't rap. His last album was 2015, Ludiversal. Yeah, name one song from it. I don't remember Ludiversal. Exactly. So, Allison and Kasim are discussing stuff by phone, and Kasim was like, I'm feeling better because of the stem cells that I got from Kira. That shit's actually working. Uh, but them Caster boys, they seriously sick, and they need some sort of treatment. Uh, which, you know, that's why we're looking for the Caster original cells, because that'll help out with that. And Allison uh, is like, all right, I got it. Kasim <laughs> was like, hey, how's the election going? And Allison's like, you mean school trustee? And she's like, yeah, whatever. And she, <laughs> before she could really start to answer her, Donnie comes in and is like, I was followed. So they plan on getting all the incriminating stuff out to the car before they go to swim lessons. And Donnie's whiny ass is like, do you think anybody else is this stressed out? This is the dumbest. That that idea is the dumbest thing possible. You mean to mark all the incriminating evidence? Not no, not just that. Um, there's a guy when I used to work in storage. Um, there was a guy who uh, came in and rented a storage unit, and he, you know, he seemed to be in a hurry. 
Um, so he came in and he rented a storage unit. Um, about an hour or so after he rented the storage unit, the uh, 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 police officer showed up um, because they wanted to do training exercises for the dogs. Oh, no. Um, they are not allowed to break into your unit, but they can if they're doing a training exercise with a dog and the dog marks your unit as something to pay attention to because of what it smells. Basically, what happened is they were watching this dude. He knew that they were watching him so that he decided to get all of the stuff out and put it into a storage unit and put it definitely in a place where they could, you know, as as it was set up, they didn't have enough probable cause to go into his place, but they had probable cause to go into the storage place. So he did the he did the worst thing possible by moving the stuff to the storage space. And they did, and they were do, they were in the process of doing the exact same thing. Mm, mm, mm. If you're being watched, don't move that shit. Right. So I should get rid of it. Go do something at home, but don't take that shit out the house and put it somewhere else. So Sarah gets marked to an empty house, and he has one bullet still on his leg. The other one went straight through, but the bullet in his leg is still up in there. So he needs her to get it out. And she's like, yeah, um, I'll help you. But ex in exchange, I want answers. And so she gets the bullet out and asks where Helena is. But Mark's like, I ain't. I don't fuck with them motherfuckers. Like, I've been out in the field. He said he's, a, he's been out. He's been um, he's been out in the field on the Johansson farm for a year. Yeah, and, and, and their headquarters always moves. Like, of all the people you could have saved, you saved me. They could be anywhere now. And he said they thought Heinrich Johansson had caster samples, but Mark searched the box and didn't find anything. Um, Donnie and Allison are carrying plastic tubs of soap and drugs outside of their house in these pretty, pretty cute, like, little blue tubs. And uh, they find a stranger, Lionel, sitting there. Donnie's like, you're the one who was following me. And Allison's like, what are you doing? And he holds up his finger and shushes her. And she's like, are you shushing me? <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> he was very, very put off by being shushed. Exactly. Um, Lionel works for Ramon's supplier. And, and they're like, well, we bought Ramon's drugs because Simon. And <laughs> Lionel's like, the drugs weren't his to sell. And we ain't heard from him. And Donnie's dumbass is like, well, he's in college. And, you know, I remember when I was a freshman in college, shit got real hard real quick. So, you know, that's what's going on. And Allison's like, no, Donnie, he didn't go to college. He left us here with this. He got out because he couldn't pay his debts. And Lionel's like, my boss wants to meet with y'all. I'll take the drugs. Um, and I'm gonna call y'all up. Y'all just stay here and stay safe with uh, Oscar and Gemma. All right? Okay. Y'all just don't don't leave with Oscar and Gemma. Yeah, I thought I thought it was I thought it was funny that he um, when he was talking about moving the stuff to the storage locker, he mentioned Breaking Bad by name. Yes, he did. It's always wonderful when these shows uh, let other shows know that they're in their universe. Cosima's staying over at Felix's, discussing the island of Dr. Moreau with Scott by phone. Um, and they still haven't interpreted Ethan's, or I'm sorry, Duncan's uh, handwritten notes on it. 
I mean, and Felix comes in. Huh? You said you said Yeah, but everybody I calls mean, him Duncan. Duncan. Like, everybody calls him Duncan on the show. But I mean you make you make it seem like that's not his name too. No, I I know, but it's just like folks may know him as Duncan because that's what everybody calls him as. It's 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 a thing for me. I'm sorry. Are you really gonna make fun of my tics? No, I'm just saying, like you. Are you, you really gonna make fun of me? You see, like you were correcting yourself, like that wasn't. Do you really also. wanna hurt me? I'm not here for you. Do you me. really wanna make me cry, Brandon? Do you really wanna hurt me? I wish I could meet him. I really wish I could. Do you really want to make me cry? Yeah. So, Felix comes in and is like, yo, why are you dressing a llama coat? <laughs> I'm alarmed by what you got on. No, that didn't work. So, I don't know what that means. Her coat looked like llama hair. Yeah, but what does that mean? Maybe she liked that shit. Tell him to stop being She might, but Felix is still going to get on her like he wasn't at the club wearing fucking a gimp outfit. Tell him to stop fucking hating. Hey, she ain't going to do that. She heartbroken. This motherfucker was in the club wearing assless chaps. Like, he does not have, like, there there is nothing Felix can say about fashion. Um, he was in the club wearing assless chaps when he was when he was fucked up and and uh, Sarah went to go find him. So he's fashion, like yeah, maybe you're the gay dude, so you're supposed to be about that fashion life. But you also went full village people. Never go full village people. He did have on assless chaps. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He he went he went straight up and. Yeah, it's so weird that this guy, at, at this point, he still hadn't come out the closet. Y'all niggas really just been sitting here silently? No. I had just said that we were talking about him and his assless chaps um, that he wore giving out fashion advice and then I said it's weird that this this is also the same guy who at this point in his life has still had not come out of the closet because he wore assless chaps for a show there's a difference like maybe the show's pushing him in the direction of this works for me I'm comfortable with this but I mean you wouldn't if a show told you okay you gotta rock this wasn't there a movie where Will Smith kissed a dude like six degrees of separation that, yeah, but that was like his first role. So, I mean, I mean, you do you do what you do. Exactly. But, but like, it, you know, it's just weird. Um, well, not weird because they're professionals. Yeah. And you do you do things as a professional, um, but you know, just the, that guy who wore assless chaps giving out fashion advice is just kind of odd. You do what you have to do to play. Yeah. So back at the Apple Yard house, Johnny Appleseed, not Jonah, my bad, Gracie undressed for bed and realized she's bleeding. I thought that the way her mom reacted to her when I first saw this, I thought she had done something to herself with a hanger. But no, she she miscarried. It's not on her. She discovered she had a miscarriage. And Bonnie tells Gracie, yeah, 
we took you in because you were pregnant. You done fucked up the bag like twice now. You done fucked up our legacy. You ain't part of us no more. I mean, that's really what it is. Like their 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 whole cult is about being being fruitful and multiplying. Mm-hmm. That was like But but hey. what what I think is weird, here's the part that I think is weird. Um we find out later that the mom had a miscarriage and she was still around. Well, you know, they make the rules. I reckon so. That's that's how I look at it. So if I made the rules, uh, I could change them once you got here, which parents have done since the beginning of time. Yeah. Do as I say, not as I do. Exactly. But she looked at, at Gracie and was like, No more. Oh man, I forgot. I thought they entered with the hook. song. They I thought they the went hook. straight to the hook. I, I yeah, I could I couldn't remember, but I was singing the hook in my head. Me too. Uh, but Hold I on, I didn't the, say it out. I didn't say it out loud because I know that there's like a kind of delay. So. Yeah, fuck it. So she hit her off with the no more shopping sprees, no more late night creeps, no more VIPs, no more dough. We can't even kick it no more. I'm disappointed that that song doesn't go straight into the hook. It's the only good thing about the song. Yeah. Also, I niggas were dancing to that in the club. I do not remember the words to that, uh, the words to any other thing other than the, the hook. Right? We were dancing to that in the club. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's a very danceable song. It I mean, is. That's a that's a that's that's a two step Hall of Famer right there. That is on the line with uh, "The Rain" by Orange Juice Jones. So, Sarah, well, that's kind of that's, that's kind of on the um that's on the same level as uh, what is the what is the song. Um, Uh, fuck, I, you know what's up. It's, it's, say it's, what, say what, say what. It's the same beat, almost. Yeah. It's, it's, Ooh, it's, it's, girl, you know what's up. Yeah, hold on, real, hold on. It's real no simple. more shopping sprees. Almost. Yeah, it's very similar. Ooh, that's Nisha's dude, even now. Donnell Jones, that's her, like, if I told her that was my cousin, she'd go on a hunt. So he could yeah. sing at our wedding, like at our renewal of vows or whatever. Not so she could get him. It ain't a free pass sort of thing. So I'll sing at your, your, your renewal. You can sing at my funeral. So as Sarah stitches Mark's wounds, because I know that's going to be the first time you fly out to see if I, us. If I, sing, if I sing at your funeral, I'm singing congratulations. Nigga, please. <laughs> oh, Nisha would kill you. 
But no. you know what? I'm gonna show it to your funeral, and I'm gonna do like I'm just gonna show up in an all black suit with a black umbrella and just stand across the street from the festivities and don't say anything. Anisha would still notice you, and so would Devin. Kenny would probably notice you too. Bella would be like, "Who's who's the notorious VIG looking nigga over there with the umbrella?" Hey, hey I'm a Rick Ross looking nigga. Like, calm the, calm the fuck down. That is true. I mean, I still say Freddie Jackson. Uh, my 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 high school. I look like that in high school. Like my prom picture, I look. Very I'm sure Freddie Jackson looked like that right the fuck now. Yeah, from my from my prom picture, absolutely. That's Freddie Jackson. You know what? I saw Baron Davis playing basketball recently. He looked like Freddie Jackson would now. Baron Davis leads with his stomach now. Hey, he'll still he'll still cook he's your still, ass. Hey, he still got him though. He, he'll still cook your ass. So like I, I ain't. I you say, know what? I, 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 I think it's a given that any nigga in the NBA would cook my ass. Any nigga in the NBA would cook anybody's ass who from college on down. Yeah. I mean, but it, it might be a different situation where it would you not. know, once 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 a dude has been out of the game for a long time. It would time. not. That nigga we had Spud Webb show up to a couple of uh pickup games out here and he got smoked because he was five seven, so he couldn't do shit against like Six foot four, six five dudes. But Mike Bobblehead Baby came out to a couple pickup games too. That nigga could not be stopped. Yeah. You got to keep in mind, most niggas in pickup games are like six foot one or under. So Mike Baby being six three was already taller than everybody else. Yeah, it's, it's a different thing because like Mike Baby looks small. It's his head. Um, he looks small when you when you see him compared to other basketball players, but like, it's kind of like how Steph Curry, when when you see him playing basketball, Steph Curry does not look very tall. Does he look like me? Mm, now I can check Steph Curry, and then it's just like, but he's like six two, and I'm five eleven and three quarters. Like I can't do nothing with it. Mm hmm. And he's, he's, so, he's so much faster than I could ever pretend to be. Mm-hmm. So Sarah's stitching up Mark's wounds, and he explains his past about how the casters all went into the military young and had no family and no outside attachments, and he didn't even know he had brothers. Uh, he mentions the box of stuff that Heinrich had left and how it just had junk in it, and he falls asleep because he had been drinking while being operated on. So Sarah gets his room key out of his jacket and calls 911 to report his location. I thought the nigga was dead. I knew he wasn't dead because they didn't show a body. The way she just, the way he just dropped off, though, I thought he was just succumbed to his injuries and shit. So do all, uh, apparently all the clones got superpowers. Even the boys. So Rudy's on a motorcycle nearby and uh, he gets a phone call which leads him to the motel. Rudy's the one with the rooster hair. Um, and we see Helena again in her cell. Now she's chewing on a pork bone, biting on it to get it into a useful shape. And Sarah gets to the motel room and searches and finds uh, Heinrich's case with just notebooks and journals in it. Like, duh, that's what Mark said was in it. Like, uh, She also finds a requisition signed by uh, Ethan. And the form has a field that shows that Heinrich was Duncan's lab assistant. See, Duncan. 
She gets Kasim on the phone and explains and sends pictures of several things in the case. And Kasima scans them. And she notices a diary entry from Heinrich reporting success in the clone-related nucleus transfer. And from there, they figured out that Heinrich stole the caster samples um, and made a clone with them. So they're not looking for samples anymore. They're looking for a son of Heinrich. Yep. Like, he was doing dirty shit back when he was with them still. So, okay. Uh, Allison and Donnie meet the drug supplier at night, and it turns out to be an old boyfriend of hers from high school, Jason Kellerman. And this nigga looks at her and is immediately like, fuck yo, man, what up with you, boo? You remember when you dumped me in high school? I remember. What up with you? What that mouth do? Hey. I don't think you should be selling drugs. And she's like, yo, let me keep the bricks. And not only am I going to slang them, but I'm going to bring you back more than a little man would have brought you than Ramon would have brought you. I know the community and I could double his business. And he's like, are you sure you want this to be a business relationship and not something more personal? And she's like, yeah, that's my husband out there. And Jason looks at him and looks back at her. So like, for real, what's up? <laughs> Like, oh, but I ain't gonna do shit. <laughs> uh, Mark finds Sarah at the hotel, back at the hotel, and Sarah explains where Heinrich's samples went. So she asks if Heinrich ever mentioned his son, and it turns out that even though they never talk about it on the show until it's convenient, there was a son who didn't survive. And so he leads her to the house they lived in back then. Like, he knows this. I don't know how he knows this when he's only been with them for a year, but he does. Uh, maybe, uh, maybe I think this may have been another house on the property because Helena only burnt down that one building. She didn't burn them all down. There was multiple sites. There's multiple. Uh, niggas in Maryland call it poppity. I'm not in Maryland. I know. But uh, she's like, I. Right. Uh, how we gonna dig this up? And he's like, we? Are we speaking French now? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga got a gun and he's like, you get Yo to work. Yo ass gonna get dirty. I got blood on me, but you gonna have dirt on you. Right. And, and um, Helena uses her pork bone to fiddle with the lock because she done toothed it. But she's also watching the mo motion of the security camera. Uh, the first time she tries it, it doesn't work, so she gnaws on it some more and unlocks the cell door. And, and she goes for, back... For, and people, for people who, who are watching this and think that this seems very unlikely, they've never... They've probably never heard of a bump key. Yeah. And so she goes back to the medical room with the caster in the chair. Uh, his name is Parsons. And she finds that he's cautious, or that he's conscious... And that he has the top of his skull removed with his brains exposed. And he, he's like, please kill me. And the scorpion is like, the fuck are you doing? You wasting your escape on this nigga? The fuck are you doing? The scorpion reminds me a lot of Solace. Yes, very much so. The fuck are you doing? Like, this nigga, what's he gonna do for you? Dip, bitch. I thought she got drugged to get brought in there. Didn't they drug her again? She got sedated, but it's a slow uh, grind. She passes out, and they're like, get, the scorpion's like, get the fuck up. No, but she passed out for them to take her there. And then she got up. Yeah, and then she broke out. And then she just passed out again? 
No. Did she pass out again? I thought she stabbed that motherfucker through the skull or no, through the top got, of his they, brain. No, she, she, stabbed, no. she stabbed him, an alarm went off, and then they came and they captured, they recaptured No, no, no. You're missing yeah. what I said. They gave her medicine when she was acting crazy in her, in her uh, room. Uh-huh. And she passed out. That's she she faked her. passing out. At that no, point, she didn't fake pass it out. She passed no, out. She, pa- they- she passed out. She passed out the first time. But remember, this is the, this time she used the bump key that she made. With so the, wait, with the, wait, wait. So she, they gave this, her the shot in the room, and she faked passing out. No, she didn't fake passing out. She was because out. she had the tourniquet, and they were like, "Yo, that's when the scorpion was like, yo, before this shit but actually starts she- working and sedates you, go see what you need to see.' That's, and then she passed she- out in another room, that's and the they took time. her back. That's the first oh. time." No, That's she passed point. out. In the, she passed out in the same room that she started with, and then they, they. If she remember, she was on the floor in the same room because remember he walked in there to try to find her. She was laying on the floor. She made it back, but she made it only back far enough to get on on the floor in that same room. No, y'all are they put her back. Saying. They put her back in her cell. She used a bunk key to get out the second time, so she was not sedated a second time. No, you're missing what I'm saying. They sedated her. When she was acting crazy, when she was eating that pork chop, they sedated her, and when she cut her forehead, and they sedated her to take her to the infirmary. She gets to the infirmary, she wakes up, and she sneaks out to go find what was going on when the scorpion was talking to her. And then she passes out again when she was looking at the, the dude in the chair, and then that's when the scorpion woke her up. Why did she pass out the second time when she'd already she, woken up? From she the first didn't. Sedation? She didn't pass out a second time. That's I'm, what I'm, I'm trying, trying to tell you. The first time was fake. What are y'all that talking was about? no, no, no. She, 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 she acted crazy, but she tied her arm. They sedated her. She, she went to. She when went to the place. The scorpion. Out. The scorpion woke. The scorpion woke her up. Right. And she went looking around. That's when she saw the dude that she eventually went back and later she passed to kill. Out again. But she did not. She pa- she and then she was passing out. And then the the scorpion told her that she needed to get back. So then that's when he came to try to find her. Didn't see her in the bed and saw her on the floor. So then they put her back. She used the bone as a bump key. To get out the second time, she was not sedated this time. This was her escape plan. She did the research. She yeah. did the recon the first time. She did the recon the first time, and then the second time when she, uh, when when she was trying to make her escape, she saw that dude again. He said, "Kill me." She kills him. It sets off an alarm, and then Virginia and the other dudes come in, and they 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 end up getting her back to her cell. That's when she was when she was yelling at Virginia Cody, calling her a shit mother and all of that kind of stuff. That was where you're you're saying that she got she got sedated twice. No, she got she she got manhandled the second time. She didn't get sedated twice. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. Um. She stabs the motherfucker through the top of the skull, um, and he dies. And oh, she tells I, him... I forgot I was muted. I just said scalpel. Yeah, scalpel. And did I say the bone? Or did I just say she stabbed the motherfucker through the skull? Yeah, yeah she stabbed him through the brain. With his, the scalpel, yeah. His, yeah, his skull, his skull was off. Yeah, and Dr. Cody finds her and calls for guards. 
And Rudy arrives at the graveyard just as Sarah finds the coffin. And she opens it and there's a child skeleton inside. And she offers to give it to him in exchange for Helena. But Rudy's like, I'm not open to deals with you. You're the enemy. Give me the whole fucking coffin. And Rudy and Mark have a bit of, of a reconciliation with Rudy recognizing Mark as a superior. And they have a, the coffin, which was their overall goal. And they look at Sarah and they're like, we don't leave loose ends. By the way, Loose Ends is one of the greatest bands of the 80s. Argue with your mama. You can't stop the rain, dog. Man, when it starts to fall. I'm reading Biggie's story right now, fam. Word. Yeah, it's really good. I've been reading it. I read it all last night. I'm like halfway through. It was all a dream. Biggie and the World That Made Him by Justin Tinsley. I advise people to pick it up. It's pretty dope. Brandon, you got anything? Nope. Scar, you got anything? Oh, that was the end of the episode? That was the end of the episode. Shit, I watched like two more episodes because it's, because this is the last day it's going to be on uh, Amazon. So I watched like two more episodes. I, I didn't realize that that's where this stopped. Yep, that's where it stopped. It's the, you're a shit mother. Mm-hmm. Y'all can leave a review on uh, Spotify. You can also review on Podchaser and copy and paste that in Apple Podcasts and copy and paste that into the Good Pods app. Uh, 916-633-1537 return to oswald at gmail.com scars on twitter at scarfinger brandon's on twitter at that cool black nerd black is spelled b-o-k i'm rashani and the show is rto podcast you can leave a uh, donation for the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast or at buymeacoffee.com slash sscast or on the good pods app you can leave a tip in the tip jar just a tip Oh, Thanks. I need you, I need you to do something for the next episode. Okay. I need you to I need you to have um, I get money on deck for my, I, one of my favorite scenes in the whole series. I need you to have that on deck, ready to go. You know what? I can do that because I love that song for reasons I can't explain. I feel like he wrote that song directly after he got the vitamin water deal. Right. (laughs) Actually, he says it in the song. Well, then I feel better now. He says it in the song. He said he took quarter waters, put it in, and sell it for a couple bucks. Coca-Cola bought it. That's what's up. Like, that's, he says it in the song. So I'm pretty sure you're right. Mm Mm-hmm. Ain't no vitamins in vitamin water. Not enough to actually do anything. No. No, not at all. All right, y'all. Thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're going to holler at you later. Peace. Peace out.
The theme music for another one was made by Makai Beats, and it's called Heaven. You can contact him on Makai.com, which is M-A-K-A-I-H.com, or you can find his beat on the Free Music Archive. This is Single Simulcast. Don't know by now that you slipped. 